Did you have someone that would stop talking to you? Maybe just randomly throughout the day, or maybe you went and did something and came back and they wouldn't talk to you anymore. You're like, wait, what happened? Like, I don't get it. Like, what's actually going on? Like, maybe you were with someone that was toxic and they gave you the silent treatment. They gave you that treatment that wouldn't be no communication. No communication at all. Maybe you're in the same house. Maybe you're in the same car. Maybe you're driving for eight hours in the same car and there's no communication. No matter what you say, no matter what you bring up, no matter what you try to talk about, no response. And that no communication, that silent treatment is used and leveraged in an abusive way to be able to hurt other people and to be able to manipulate the results that happen in that relationship. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this platform to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. We do that by dropping small nuggets of truth on all different platforms. So you don't have a chance to follow me, then go ahead and look up TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Apple Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and follow us under Raw Motivations. Just type in Raw Motivations, we'll pop right up so you can engage in other communities, so you can follow, so you can see other aspects that we're putting out there. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. More than that, I'd rather have you download the NARC app. Just type in NARC, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community, NARC, into Apple or Google Play. Because that's really where the community is developing of people that are like-minded, that are working through the shit that they've had to go through. Working through the crazy making that they've had to endure to be able to take courses and understand narcissism, to be able to learn from other people, to be able to get advice, to be able to actually have accountability and have to go back in the app every single day saying, hey, I'm still no contact. Don't have to worry about it for a week. I just have to worry about it for today. They write down their truth. They journal inside there. They try to help other people. We have weekly lives that are exclusive that happen just inside the app to be able to dive deep and answer certain questions or have different people share some of their stories that's not broadcasted around social media. We also have monthly coaching where it's either myself or coaches from around the globe that work to help heal, grow, and change each other. By giving you like actionable ideas of like, this is how we work on growing and developing. Not just focusing on narcissism, but focusing on what's next. How do we improve? How do we continue leveling up who we are on a day-to-day basis? We'd love to have you join that. If you guys want to talk one-on-one or if you want to get involved in some of my coaching, we'd love to be able to talk to you. You can go to rawmotivations.com or you can click on the link down below. We'd love to interact with you and help you on that journey of healing, growth, and change. Because that's what raw motivation is about. One of the main things I try to bring to the table for people on social media, but also in the one-on-ones is help provide clarity. Because you've gone through so much and it's so confusing with the cognitive dissonance, with the hope, with the potential, with the trauma bond, with the rumination, with everything that you're going through. A lot of times I'm able to provide a lot of answers that you don't get from your previous partner or from the toxic person in your life. So I try to help provide those answers and also provide the healing of, hey, This is how we continue to grow, heal, and change. Because so often it's so focused on the narcissist, right? It's so focused on what they did, what happened. And when I talk with people, I start coaching people for a period of time. We answer the questions, we focus on them, and then the conversation starts to shift. 
starts to turn to you of how are you working on your development? How are you focusing on you? How are you building back your self-confidence, your self-worth? Sorry, it's like my soapbox for the day, okay? But like, it's exciting because it's exciting to see people grow, heal, and change. And when I'm able to work with someone over a period of time and you get to see that change happen, like that's really awesome. It's really cool to be able to see. Silent treatment, okay? Silent treatment, what is it, okay? Silent treatment is typically you'll have something that pops up. Maybe an argument, maybe a, a sense of betrayal, maybe something that happens that prompts the other person to go into silence, like literally just flat out silence. Like maybe there might be like low communication, like eh, no, yes, I don't know. Like maybe there's a little bit, but a lot of times people talk about it and it's completely dead silent. That no matter what you say, no matter what you do, no matter what you interact about, they still don't respond. They still don't say anything back. Sometimes it's, you know, in, um, sometimes it's in an argument, sometimes it's after a fight, sometimes it might be a perceived attack. Where the narcissist twists in their mind of like, yeah, you uh, you tried to give me criticism. So in my mind, you just attacked me. So therefore, I'm offended by it. So I'm going to put up this wall of a silent treatment. I'm no longer going to talk to you. And they're going to put in offense after offense, thinking this other person has it against them or this other person hates them or whatever it might be. But the main aspect is I'm going to put something in, in between me and you that's going to be a barrier. And the barrier is going to be no communication. I'm not going to communicate with you. How's that feel on the other side? Feels crazy, right? Feels like what in the world just happened? Like where did this come from? And a lot of times it doesn't ramp up in the relationship. All of a sudden it just happens and you're left wondering, confused and lost what's actually happening. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Probably one of the first things that activates is whenever someone's giving you the silent treatment, it's the idea of like doubt. Wait a second, was like what happened? And you start thinking and playing back the past events that happened, thinking maybe maybe I did something wrong, maybe I said something wrong, maybe I made made the breakfast wrong, maybe I washed the dishes wrong. Like you start running through everything, and you start getting to the place where it is crazy making because you start thinking through a lot of examples that are very silly. Like maybe I brushed my hair wrong, maybe I looked at them wrong, maybe I, and you start concocting a lot of different things because they put that doubt but blocking off all that communication. Then you start to worry. You know, maybe maybe it was because of me. You know, maybe it wasn't just something I did, but maybe it's because inherently there's something wrong with me. Maybe I'm not confident enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not worth enough. Maybe it's something in me. Maybe actually I'm the toxic person because like there's no reason why a loving person would stop communicating unless they're trying to preserve themselves. So maybe it's me. Maybe I'm the person. And you start playing a whole nother story inside your head a lot of times you get fearful like are they gonna leave like are they gonna walk out are they gonna are they are they discarding me are they getting rid of me is this a breakup like what is actually happening and the doubt and the fear and the worry start to pop up so much that you're just like i don't know what i'm supposed to do and then over a period of time that'll dissipate some maybe over a few hours maybe over a few days depends how long the silent treatment happens now a lot of times you'll see anger 
start to set in of like, I don't know what I did wrong, but like, this is ridiculous. Like you need to talk to me. Like, why are you not talking to me? Like, this is ridiculous. And you start having that frustration get larger and larger and larger. And then you start reacting. Now it's a logical reaction. It's a, it's a regular reaction of getting mad, getting upset. But then sometimes it gets taken to the next level and becomes more reactive abuse. That might look like screaming, hitting, throwing things. Because in one sense, you feel like you're going crazy. So everything seems to be spinning out. A lot of times the narcissist is looking for that. They're looking to produce a reaction. Maybe that reaction is reactive abuse, but more than often what they're looking to produce is the idea of you repenting of what you did wrong. The narcissist wants you to apologize of what you did to them. You see, they might have done something wrong. Maybe they cheated and, and you got frustrated at them and, and you said, hey, like, I can't believe how much you hurt me. And then they gave you assignment treatment. Maybe, maybe you did something that they didn't like or they perceived that offense or whatever it might be. They got to a place, the silent treatment, and they sit back and they wait because what they're waiting for is you to come back to them, to come begging and groveling back to them and say, I repent for everything I did. I'm so sorry for what I did. And you have no clue what you're sorry for. Ultimately, what they want you to be sorry for is to take accountability for their actions. I did this to you. I hurt you. I want you to apologize to me for what I did to you. Did you ever find that? That you're apologizing for something that you didn't even do? Like you didn't even break that dish, but you're the one apologizing to them. You didn't even drop that. You didn't even communicate to that person. You didn't even, whatever it might be. You didn't cheat, but you're still apologizing for them cheating. Like It can go to, to such levels and such extreme. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And if you find yourself apologizing for stuff that's not your responsibility, you need to understand, one, it's not your responsibility, and two, there might be an issue there that you're apologizing for. See, a narcissist likes to project. They like to put the blame back on you. They want to make sure that you are the one that feels bad in the relationship and not them. So they'll put any blame, any thought, any guilt, any shame. They'll try to put it all back on you so that they don't have to feel or experience that. Because one of the biggest aspects that they're trying to avoid time and time again is shame. Narcissists are built on shame avoidance of let me get away from it as fast as possible. And if I can take my shame, my guilt, and I can throw it back on you and I can put it on you, maybe some of it will stick and then I have to feel it less. This is why a lot of times you'll hear a narcissist say, I'm a good person. And you validate that by taking the blame and by apologizing. Did you have a person in your life, a toxic person that was like, kept saying like, I'm a good person. Like, I'm a good person. Like, don't you understand? Like, this is who I am. And then they turn around, they keep abusing you and they keep hurting you. And they keep like, I'm a, I'm a faithful person. Then I go out and cheat. Like, I'm honest. And then I go out and lie. Like, it happens time and time again. But they want to produce and convince you of the false narrative that they're putting out there. And the thing is, when you come back in and you say, hey, like, I'm sorry that that happened, and you end up apologizing for their actions, you end up validating their story that's in their head that they say that they're a good person. The narcissist will give you a silent treatment 
will make sure that there's no way for you to communicate. So it makes you doubt, makes you worry, makes you have fear, and it makes you get angry, makes you react to abuse, and it gets you to the place where you're the one apologizing for their actions. That you're one, the one apologizing for what they've done, for how they've hurt, for how they've manipulated. Narcissists want you to repent of the things that they did wrong. Narcissists want you to take accountability of their actions. And a narcissist wants you to apologize for how they hurt you. <laughs>